Hello and welcome to Prince Track by Track. I'm your host Darren and today we're going to be talking about Dance On from Love Sexy. Recorded on the 17th of December 1987 at Paisley Park and released on the 10th of May 1988. On the track you have Prince playing pretty much everything apart from the drums which are played by Sheila E. And then on backing vocals you also have Sheila E along with Bonnie Boyer and Levi and Maiko. Um, you know, about half of the touring band at this point. <laughs> the length of the track is 3 minutes 43. And joining me to talk about this today is Zachary Hoskins. Hello, Zachy. Hi. I mean, for, for most of Love Sexy, obviously there's, you know, a very kind of like a spiritual element to the mm. songs. Um, but with Dance On, it feels a lot less like that is a thing. Um, you know, there's a lot of kind of talk of guns and there's a lot of talk of money. Mm. Um, and the song itself is kind of based around this kind of very specific drum track. Um, you know, and it has the kind of, um, you know, you know, keyboard stabs that, that kind of make up the riff, if you could call it that. <laughs> and, you know, it's a lot of kind of very start stopping and, and there's a lot of prints telling people to dance on. And, <laughs> you know, that, <laughs> and that's pretty much the song, um, you know. Uh, so I, don't, I can't even think of what genre you would call this, um, you know, other than, uh, I don't know, maybe, I mean, to me, maybe it feels it feels kind of like a pop song. But mm. it's just kind of imprints his unusual kind of, you know, the unusual way that he does things. It feels to me a bit like his one of his response to hip hop type songs, like before he was actually trying to rap. But, you know, stuff like from the Black Album, Dead On It. Um, and, you know, just just a couple other uh, even Housequake to a certain extent. But just yeah. certain things, I mean, like you mentioned, the sort of orchestra hits, which are so like late 80s rap music <laughs> and, um, you know, Sheila E's drumming, which is basically a, a, a breakbeat. Um, it, it, it feels like and, and then even the lyrical subject matter, which we'll get into, it, it feels yeah. like Prince responding to hip hop, if not necessarily playing it. But yeah, I can understand. I, I, I hear what you're saying. It definitely does feel like Prince responding to you know rap becoming more popular um and kind of trying to like we say kind of meet them with a the same on the same kind of lyrical kind of grounds um but he isn't he isn't rapping at any point in this right um thankfully because um <laughs> prince prince was great at pretty much everything except for his rapping yeah. which i will say this as he got older it kind of improved a little bit he kind of seemed to understand a bit more about what was needed but when he started it kind of um, there's a reason why like Sheila E and Cat are the ones who like are his first rappers. It's because he didn't really have a grasp on what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, he seemed kind of, you know, outflanked by this kind of this art form. Um, you know, but let's talk about these lyrics, you know. Obviously it starts with probably one of my favorite openings to a Prince song where he goes, Pick it up. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, he says there's a bass guitar in this. <laughs> which, <laughs> Like, of course there is, <laughs> um, you know, and then, you know, we like we say, we have the subject of, you know, a grenade launcher roars in a television sky, a little bit of a nonsense lyric. But then he goes, tell me how tell me how many young brothers must die. Um, and I should say that it's not just Prince singing some of the main lyrics on here. You know, Bonnie Boyer takes, a, a, you know, a couple of lyrics mm. here and there. Um, so it's it's not really a duet. But some of the lines are delivered by her, which I think that tell me how many young brothers must die is one of her lines. Uh, or at least a double track with Prince underneath, but mm. kind of Bonnie at the front. And then Prince says, dance on, dance on. And I, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know how that's going to help things, but... Uh, <laughs> 
you know, I guess it's a start, isn't it? Well, it's a classic Prince theme, though. You know, like uh, 1999 and Let's Go Crazy. And, you know, everything's every, everything's going, you know, downhill. But at least we can still party. <laughs> yeah. Um, little Talk Johnny blew the big score. <laughs> the gang nailed his feet to a wooden floor. <laughs> I mean, and then, of course, nuclear band never stays in tune. <laughs> they all know the words, but the music is doomed. Everybody dance on. Um, I mean, uh, okay, I guess. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of weird that, you know, he's talking about someone having his, his feet nailed to a floor uh, for like a failed drug deal, I guess. And, right. I mean, I don't know how prominent that was in the in the 80s in America <laughs> as like a punishment, but... <laughs> yeah, it's, there's something about this song. It reminds me, the, the way that the lyrics are delivered reminds me a lot of the song Sign of the Times. It's it's like this kind of montage of, of horrible things happening, basically, with <laughs> delivered with a kind of with a kind of detachment because, you know, Prince as a as a millionaire who lives in his own compound obviously had a, a certain level of detachment at this at this period. But um you know, lyrically, I don't think it's as successful as Sign of the Times because there are just some there are just some odd choices, like the the specificity of 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 someone having their feet nailed to a wooden floor seems a little bit. And and I don't know, maybe somebody can pull a, a news story out that that proves me wrong. But but it, it seems it seems fantastic to me. And then you know, similar to in the next verse, stealing ladies' purses then setting them aflame. I was that a problem in 1987? I I, I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> it does it does yeah. feel a bit like. Um, you know, a, a a millionaire looking out his limousine window and being horrified by <laughs> by what he 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 sees or imagines. And you know, in in that second verse, he does say a bass guitar in spider webs, longing for the funk. Mm. I mean, obviously, that is a, a kind of tragedy. Um, <laughs> right. Uzi Gun takes his place in a wagon trunk. So I'm guessing this bass player is now going out there with an Uzi for some reason instead. I, I mean, I don't know. It might and, be know, like an little... idea of, of, you know, music, uh, like keeping kids off the streets, that, that kind of thing. I think that's what he's trying to, to get at. Here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then of course, you know, there's a little kind of thing where Prince goes, get off me punk. You ain't sexy. Which I don't know how that's going to someone with an Uzi. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. And you're like, you know, ladies stealing, lady, stealing ladies person, set them aflame. Eminem killers playing Mickey Mouse games. <laughs> um, I don't. I mean, it just sounds like he's throwing brand names out there for kind of like no reason. Mm. Uh, like they could they could be playing any kind of corporate mascot games. Um, <laughs> you know, it just doesn't it just doesn't kind of make any sense. Um, and then you know, there's a little bit of thing where you know um, we get this kind of uh, the kind of chanting thing a little bit like um, I'm trying to think is it controversy. Uh, with the people call me rude kind of chant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're kind of, and, and so, you know, Prince kind of, I'm thinking actually maybe of sexuality. Yeah, sexuality has, the, has a similar, yeah. sim- similar like um, economic <laughs> lines that, that he goes into. <laughs> Where he talks about it's time for a new education. The former rules don't apply. We need a power structure that breeds production <laughs> in, <laughs> instead of Jack's who vandalize. Um, and then he says, and this is obviously still relevant today, Detroit, what's happening? Right. Um, 
you know, which I feel might be a shout out to the TV series, what's happening, hmm. rather than Prince being concerned with what is happening in Detroit. I don't know if the show What's Happening was actually set in Detroit. I think so, but yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I, I wonder about, I wonder about that line. Like, is he, you know, I mean, 1987 was obviously that was, uh, I mean, Detroit has kind of been in perpetual socioeconomic decline, you know, for for the last. 50 years um but i think the 80s were hitting it especially hard and and detroit was was a an important place for prince it was kind of he almost took off there before he did in in minneapolis so i don't know if this song is a response to the kinds of things that he was seeing in detroit or even you know maybe even in his old uh neighborhood on the north side of minneapolis uh it 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 does seem to be about that sort of crack era you know urban violence um but but delivered in a in a in a cartoonish sort of way you know prince talking about power structures and new education and all this kind of stuff uh you know this is like a you know this is a, a 20 28 29 year old single guy um you know coming up on his 30th birthday i don't know what he has to say about you know education structures right um you know he's he's been he's been in, you know in the music business now for a decade he hasn't really kind of seen the outside world in that time you know so i don't know it's just kind of funny that prince feels that he can kind of um, do social commentary and then you know we finish with kind of everything going into a round where you know prince asks what color is your money today and then he says get your money straight and each of the kind of the band members who are doing vocals sing get your money straight but kind of out of sequence slightly and then mm. they kind of just keep singing it over and over until it kind of is on top of ev- on, on top of each other um, and then you know they finish with everybody dance on um, and it kind of just fades out a little bit um, and that's the end of the song mm. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of an odd song because uh, you have this album that is mostly a kind of spiritual response to prince scrapping the black album right you know so a lot of the songs like um you know uh, positivity i wish you heaven when two are in love uh, you know anastasia um you know i know they're all very kind of uh, and love sexy they're all kind of very like kind of upbeat and positive songs um, and dance on, you know, start inside B with this kind of <laughs> weird kind of social commentary. I, I don't know, it just feels like a really weird move. Mm. Um, but, you know, obviously Prince was recording these songs very quickly. And I think there's a little feeling of that with a lot of the songs on, on Love Sexy, uh, to my ear, you know, there's... Um, it's telling that there's no kind of Claire Fisher strings on this album, right? But there's Claire Fisher strings on Sign of the Times. There's, there's Claire there's Fisher strings Casio on the next strings album. Instead, basically. Yeah, just, he's kind of back to using the kind of the artificial kind of uh, keyboard sounds. And yeah, you know, like it kind of it's odd that this song that is this kind of weird, like you said, most possibly a kind of like an attempt to answer the themes that are being brought up by rappers. Mm. Uh, it feels kind of so out of place and kind of odd. And, you know, I love the, I mean, the drum part is great. And, um, you know, Sheila E played that when they did the tour, um, you know, the following year, Sheila E would have a drum solo uh, where Kat would literally say, ladies and gentlemen, Sheila E. (laughs) And and all the, all the lights would go on to Sheila E's drum kit while the rest of the band went off stage and changed their costumes and then came (laughs) back on at the end. Um, Poor Sheila E didn't get to get to do a costume change, Um, you know, and she would play about 30 seconds of the kind of the main riff, um, you know, and 
and there would actually be kind of keyboard over the top as well. So it was kind of obvious what she was playing. And then she would launch into the drum solo properly. Mm. Um, you know, so I, lo- I love the kind of the drum riff that is underneath. But I just think that the lyrics, they're kind of very lightweight and they don't really seem to be saying anything. And the fact that Prince is, is just saying dance. You know, here are all these issues. Right. <laughs> don't worry. Let's just Let's just dance. I think that kind of works for Prince when he's like, you know... 22 23 mm. by the time you're approaching 30 you have to say to yourself look prince if you don't have anything kind of constructive <laughs> then maybe don't just encourage all these people to just dance their problems away yeah i you know i think it's it, it feels like it, it definitely doesn't fit in with the rest of the album and so i think as much as i i really like this song um i can understand why the only way it made it onto the Love Sexy tour for the most part was that little kind of sly quote in Sheila's drum solo. The Love Sexy tour was so much about like, it was basically a conversion narrative. It was, it was like, well, here's the old dirty prince and now here's the new, you know, religious prince. Uh, and this doesn't really fit into that narrative. It feels a little bit like he's trying to retain some of the edginess and like, street level awareness of the black album, but also in investing it with kind of a, like a more of a moral uh, imperative. And I don't know, something about it, like it, it doesn't entirely work for me. I think it's, it's, it's admirable that he's trying to address these issues, but his, like you say, his solutions are not um, all that impressive, you know, either dance on or the, this whole idea of the new power structure built on production. It just sounds a little bit like, like somebody, you know, who hasn't been in this world for a long time, lecturing younger people uh, who maybe are struggling on a day-to-day basis that Prince hasn't experienced for decades, if at all. Which is, which is not to say that Prince didn't have, you know, um, like a hard upbringing. Right. Um, You know, he was a child, he was a child of divorce. You know, he, he stayed at friends' houses a lot when he was younger. Um, you know, he his family weren't you know super wealthy, but you know, you know they they were kind of lower middle class in in uh, in Minneapolis. Yeah. Um, you know, he so he he'd had a kind of a hard upbringing, but by the time you get to the point where you're recording an entire album in a week in your own personal recording studio, <laughs> right? <laughs> inside your own mansion, right? <laughs> um, in Shanhassen, I think you you're a slightly removed from the problems of the street by that yeah, point. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, and no matter where you came from, at that point, lecturing people about you know get your money straight, right? Whatever that's meant to mean, I it just doesn't feel like it's kind of a substantial message. Yeah, it feels slightly condescending to me. As much as I love the drums, I think it's only a three out of five. And I think that's because it's kind of such a lightweight song, you know, and the lyrics kind of do let it down because, you know, as fun as the chorus is saying dance on over and over again, I, I just don't know what he's trying to tell me and what I don't know what these problems are because they seem to be a lot of things that he's making up. Uh, you know, unlike, like you said, with sign of the times, you know, those are very real kind of, you know, problems that he's talking about. You know, he's talking about, um, you know, weapons and he's talking about hurricanes. And, he, you know, he's he seems to at least have, you know, his head around uh, the growing AIDS crisis. Right. You know, like there's all kinds of things that he, it seems like he's connected to. Whereas this, he seems really disconnected from any kind of reality. If he thinks that gangs <laughs> are nailing people's feet to the floor because of, you know, a bad a bad drug deal. When in reality, they would probably just... They right. <laughs> you know, that, that would be their solution. Nailing someone's feet to the floor is a really long-winded kind of... I mean, you give them tetanus maybe or something or lockjaw right. or... 
but it's it's really not a solution that most uh, gangs are. And saying that, my only knowledge of gangs comes from The Wire, so um, you know, I'm no I'm no closer to the streets than Prince, <laughs> right? Um, but uh, you know, I feel like I have a better grasp on what's going on than Prince did, <laughs> at least in 1987. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know how you feel. What do you feel? That kind of out of five. I agree with what you're saying. I I I, I have to give it a sentimental four though, just because musically it is just so impressive that you know the drum beat i'm i don't want to say i'm surprised that nobody's sampled it because apparently prince only allowed mc hammer to sample his his songs <laughs> but uh but i mean it's it's just begging to be sampled it is it's it's such a good beat i i like you know i i love the sort of like choppiness of of just the the song's arrangement in general and how these voices are are coming in and out it's just it's such a a a exciting propulsive song that it's it's easy to overlook at least for me it's easy to overlook the the kind of uh you know questionable lyrics <laughs> i mean i can understand that i mean you know i enjoy listening to it but at the same time if i'm going to pick a song from this album to, to listen to <laughs> it's probably it's probably not going to be dance right <laughs> you know in the top five let's put it like that um, so so i can't give it any more than a three um so I feel like we've said as much as we possibly could uh, about this song. So let's go to any plugs that you want. Sure. So I have uh, my own Prince podcast, uh, which is also a blog. They're both called Dance Music Sex Romance. Uh, you can find the blog at princesongs.org. And on the blog, I'm going through uh, song by song, similar to what Darren's doing, only much more slowly. And I'm uh, just talking about all of the songs in order. I'm not going to try to essay a guest of where I'll be because this is being recorded in advance. Um, and then the podcast is just conversations with, with different people about, about Prince. Um, so again, you can check those out at princesongs.org and you can follow me on Twitter at ZC Hoskins. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast, or you can email us. I don't know why at Prince Track by Track at gmail.com. Thanks once more for being my guest here, Zachary. Oh, thanks for having me. And otherwise dance on. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>